Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. I feel a little better this week, Shayla. You sound better this week. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> last week, I did not sound very good at all. No, you sounded pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I felt rough. It's been a rough kinda, week. You kind of looked rough, too. <laughs> I, I'm not 100% yet, but I'm getting closer. But it's not COVID. It is not COVID. It's a cold. I don't know. We all had it. Except, mm, except for me. For you. Shayla is still healthy. One week later, she's still... So far, so good. Fighting this off. Uh, the kids got really good at uh, flushing their sinuses. Oh, netty And pot. you got on me this morning because I have not been doing it. No. And you made me feel bad. Like, I should be doing it. I'm, I I'm sorry? I tried, I, <laughs> I tried to do it. And all three of you laughed at me. Well... <laughs> It didn't help. I don't know. If you're listening and oh, you welcome, have... Oh, welcome to the podcast, uh, by But the hold way. on. Yes, welcome. Right, we'll but, get there. We'll but get there. If, if you're listening and you have done a neti pot, you know what I'm what I'm talking about. It's it's disgusting. It it's felt like I was getting disgusting. just thrown underwater, under salt water with a giant wave in the ocean. It was, it was horrific, and I did not like it. But the weird thing is, is that the kids had no problem doing it. Kaysen somehow likes it. Yeah, because he can finally breathe. Come look at this, Dad. Look at this. All this. <laughs> look at this rope I got out of my nostrils. Hey, yeah. welcome to the podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. This is what we... We're excited you <laughs> joined us. pull back the curtains and have real conversations about... Snot and snot neti pots. <laughs> sinus infections and all that wonderful stuff. Uh, we are thankful that you found us. And if you are a repeat listener... Welcome back. Welcome back. Do you like repeat listeners better or new listeners? I like them all. Thank you. That's a great answer. Yeah. That I is. mean, really? That is <laughs> that is a great <laughs> is answer. Is that even a question? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Hey, if you uh, if you do not subscribe to this, can you please hit the subscribe button? That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. And if you have not left, I'm, I'm done. I'm about done asking for ratings. We should not ask anymore. Okay, then don't. All right. Don't leave a rating. Don't don't don't, don't re- do it. Reverse cycle. Don't do it. Do, do not hit that pause button right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't re- don't. All nope. right, mom, mom <laughs> mama bear. That's total mom strategy there. Uh, we are husband and wife. We will celebrate twenty two years in December. Bring on the snow. Bring on cold weather. It's coming. It's finally going to be in the forties this week, maybe. But then back up to the 90s next Uh, week. Not 40s during the day, just at night. Yeah. Today is in the 90s. Tomorrow, 70s. -hmm. Well, actually, we're recording this like late Monday. So tomorrow is Tuesday, which in essence is today. (laughs) So probably today in Kansas City, (laughs) it's in the 70s. I'm really confused today. Yeah. Some days are hard. But I do feel better, like we said. I feel better. I'm not not quite as... um, yeah nasally all that 
yeah brain that wasn't working last it's week that one time that one time that you flushed your sinus cavities with the neti pot i didn't even make better. it through the whole thing <laughs> uh hey let's give an update for the week we like to do updates on the week and how our week has been we had a i i felt we had a really great week last week over the last seven days it's been really busy um but let's give our listeners a little inside information on what our week looked like so uh last monday we had an event after school don't look at me like that Kind of a big deal last week. Yeah. Our daughter. Yeah. What did we do Monday? Cross-country meet. And then Tuesday? Baseball. And then Wednesday? Cross-country meet. And then Thursday? Baseball. And then Friday? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Saturday? Baseball. Game. The Royals. Went to the Royals game. Yeah. And then Sunday, baseball practice. I mean, we, we did do cross-country practice on Friday. So we did keep the... We did alternate. We just kept <laughs> kept yeah. it going. Uh, but But we only share that because... Uh, we are very fortunate that we can actually attend our kids' events um, in the in the early afternoon. Mm-hmm. So Addie, uh, she had her first cross-country meet as a middle schooler. Uh, she's in seventh grade. Her first team experience. We tried the team stuff growing up when she was growing up. I say she, when she was growing up. She's 12. She's still growing <laughs> up. When she was little. Let's see. We tried soccer. No. <laughs> Not aggressive. Uh, we tried basketball. basketball. Nah. Not aggressive. <laughs> Definitely not aggressive enough. Yeah, we, like we we told her we would pay her if she would get a foul. We did. Both kids actually. Yeah. Kason played basketball one season, and we're like, if you get a foul, we'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much they avoided contact and the basketball. Yeah. Which kind of killed me because I played college basketball. So for me to watch my kids like have zero of the talent, I'm like, hmm, maybe I just really wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to pass down. Pass down. Um. However, uh, her first team experience mm-hmm. was wonderful. It, it was, and she's she's run club cross country, club track, but it's a little bit different. Yeah, because you you kind of still do your own thing, but this was the first time you actually scored as a team, and she made the A team, and uh, it was pretty exciting to watch her run last week. Yeah, you can brag on her if you want, mom. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know who was more nervous, Brian or Addie. Stop. No. No, I'm not picking on you, but like you were so you were so nervous for her and you even said, I just got butterflies in my stomach and I said, Let's just let her have fun, which she did. She, she did. was um she was laughing and just having the time of her life, right? And um both races last week she had cross country on Monday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um she was the overall winner. She was. First and place. Pretty uh, cool uh, mom and dad moment. Yeah. So, you know, the little the little under the table fist bump that you and I did, you know, we don't want to make a big scene out of it. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it is a big deal for us. It, so. w- it was fun. It was, it, it was a big deal because she has worked so extremely hard. Yeah. And here's what I told her before her meet on Monday. I said, obviously enjoy it. Have fun. But I said, embrace the fact that God created you to run, mm. not to run a specific time. Cause that's the pressure that we put on our kids. You have to, you've got to make the A team or you got to run this time, or you have to be a starter or you have to be the quarterback or you have to be the star pitcher or whatever. You know, we all think our kids, the next, the next greatest thing, the next great professional athlete. And some of the kids out there, you know, some of your kids might be professional athletes, but, but to tell her, Hey, God puts you on this earth to run. And it's pretty evident in her life already. Yeah. Uh, she's been moving her feet uh, for a long time. She she start, she ran her first mile race as a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, and from there, she has run, obviously, numerous 5Ks and f- half marathons and uh, moved her feet for the kids in Africa. And now she, you know, running is such a big part of her story. And I said, embrace the fact that God created you for this and enjoy it. And to watch her do what she was created to do, Shayla, it was a, it was, it was pretty cool. And, and I think why I was nervous is because we all, we all want our kids to succeed. And it doesn't have to mean they have to be the winner or first place, but just succeed and compete. And that's what she did. And so that's why it was just a fun week. And, and then Kaysen played baseball. Uh, they, we start games at 8 o'clock at night for it's nine, the dumbest for thing nine, eight, ever. eight and nine-year-old boys. We get done at like 10. It is it just... It's brutal. It just makes It's for, horrible. It is hard. Makes for pretty long weeks. Uh, but we do that again this week. We've got cross country. had cross country on Monday. We've got baseball Tuesday, cross country Wednesday, baseball Thursday. So it's the same thing this week. It's just life we live. Here, here's what I'll say about youth sports. And youth sports get a bad rap. Uh, you can navigate youth sports with your kids in a healthy way. And... and I know it goes back and forth and people say, well, you, it's hard because you, you're always going on the weekends and you can't go to church. You can't do this and that. And like, there is a balance, uh, for your kids to be involved in youth sports. So if you have, uh, it's probably going to go against the grain here, but if you've had pastors or, uh, people, spiritual people in your life tell you, you need to pull your kids from youth sports because you're not involved in your local church. That's not true. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. I think it, there's a there's it's probably a whole new po- a whole podcast around this, but we have balanced it very well, and uh, you can balance it. Shayla's not agreeing with me. I can tell. No, I just you just poke the bear. <laughs> I know that a listener's like, oh, what did he just say? Well, because you can balance, you can have a balance. Yeah. Y- y- kids learn so much in youth sports, and you have to understand that they are eight, nine, ten, eleven, you know, twelve years old in our case for our daughter, and realize that hey, it's not everything but they sure can learn a lot of life skills in those environments. But you have to be able to teach them and walk through that with them. Yeah. That's the main thing. And Kaysen made the comment uh, yesterday when we were coming home from practice. He said, Dad, I'm so glad that you stay with me at practice. And obviously I have to because I'm a coach. But he's like, it would be really hard for me if you just dropped me off and then picked me up at practice. Hmm. And I, I admit, you know, made me feel good that he enjoys being around me. And he goes, I didn't tell you this. He said, did you like me better as a little, like a two-year-old or at, like now? <laughs> I was like, well, no brainer, well, buddy. I go, I really enjoy being your best friend. Mm-hmm. I said it, it was really hard when you were two or three and I was just trying to prevent you from putting things in your mouth <laughs> and like cleaning up after you and all those wonderful toddler things. And he goes, okay. I was just, I just, I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. I, um, but yeah, we're in a really cool stage of life and I don't know why we went like on our down a whole trail there, but that's been our last week. Yeah, because we were giving an update on last week. That was the update. no no air fryer update. I don't even think we used it. No. So for you two people that want the up- <laughs> air fryer update, you know who you are because you texted us last week. No updates. And yes, you Did have. Did you a, not just hear our week? Like we didn't have time to we eat. Didn't, we we didn't, didn't even eat. <laughs> we didn't even eat. <laughs> let alone use an air fryer. We just slept. You know what we need? Remember Back to the Future. Two, I think, is when they went into the future. And I think they went, what year did they go into? 20, did they go into 2020? Oh, surely not. Don't what say What year it. did they go? I don't know. Um, you're, the, you're the movie guru. What year did they do that? October or something. Anyways, when they went to the future, remember the flying cars and like, they had a real tiny little pizza and they put it in the pizza maker and like within like three seconds it came out full size. Mm, we need that. Like, where is that? That They were wrong. That's not... It's not the 
It's not where we're at. We're just at the air fryer. It takes 17 minutes to cook a pizza, not 17 seconds. And yes, you one listener, you have a fancy air fryer. I'm calling you out again. Yeah, I'm week. not. I'm not jealous at all. All right, where are we at, Shayla, with the podcast? All right. Well, last week we we thought we were going to be done. We thought we were going to be done, but not, not done with the podcast. Done possibly. With the, possibly. We're possibly. Might, we might. We got to at least make it a year. <laughs> um, last week we talked about. Um, the miracle of Jesus um, raising his his friend Lazarus from 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 the grave, and um, it was such a great topic. We talked long um, that we did not get to miracle number. What did we decide? Number seven, eight, number eight. I mean, there was a combined. You and I were just talking about this before we hit record. Remember way back, like we were going to have one episode, Do You Need a Miracle, and cover all of them? <laughs> and we've turned it into uh, eight. Yeah. Uh, many, many episodes. I mean, it's like uh, part six, I think, is, is where we're at. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a journey. It's, uh, it's, by the way, it's October 21st, 2015. Oh, you're we're not even <laughs> listening to me. I wondered what you're doing on your cell phone. <laughs> I thought maybe an important message came through. Nope. 2015 was the date Back to the Future couldn't go without because somebody was going to message me and say you don't know the date so there i do like how you asked me the question like hey what were we talking about last week while you're on your phone because i needed i needed to stop talking so i could research anyways so my question to you how did we decide because we've talked about this some people say there are seven miracles eight miracles if you google like the miracles of jesus in the book of john you'll you will you'll you'll get numerous answers you get oh there's seven there's eight uh, we said there were seven, and we said we're going to give you a bonus one. The reason why there's seven or eight. So we. So do you remember the the remember the seven we've talked about? Don't don't look. Don't, oh. Please don't. I, I did it last week without looking. Can no. you? Can no, you, I have you, to look. Oh come on! I'm a busy mom. Did you not hear the last <laughs> week? Um, okay, number one. Are you looking? You're not looking. I want to. I think you can do this. Turning water into wine. You're looking. <laughs> I saw your eyes. <laughs> number two. Healing the official son. Okay, number three, without looking. Healing the lame. Without, God, you're now one eyeball's going down. Feeding the 5,000. All right. Jesus walking on water. Jesus giving sight to the blind. And then last week we talked about Lazarus. 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 <laughs> you cheated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You made the notes for us, so. I did. Uh, so here's what, here's where people, some scholars like to combine uh, four and five, feeding the 5,000. Because if you remember, happened on the same day. It said later that day, Jesus walked on water. So some people will combine those two because it happened obviously in the same vicinity in the same day. And then some people will argue that the seventh or the last miracle is the resurrection, um, which it, it obviously it is the resurrection, um, but it's also uh, giving an abundance. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So we'll, we're going to kind of combine the last two into one because it's it all wraps in. And how can you have the miracles of Jesus w- without talking about the resurrection? Right. Like that is the the miracle of all miracles. It's like the miracle week. Yeah, it's like the event. Like you have Shark Week. I mean, you have. <laughs> <laughs> it is the miracle week. And you had BC and AD, like calendars dictated by the week. Yeah. So it kind of has to be like a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, but we'll combine Jesus being resurrected and giving in abundance. So we will we will be in the book of John, 
we have been in John the entire series, but Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, fourth book of the New Testament, the fourth gospel. We will be in John chapter 21. And before we hit the record button, Shayla said, oh, good, you can read the <laughs> read the scripture this week. And I said, no, I read it last week. And, and you did such a great job. And I was even sick. So if you did not listen to last week, go back. Actually, if you haven't listened to the previous few weeks, go back and check out each uh, series or each episode in the series, Do You Need a Miracle? Because, again, the foundation, Shayla, for for this entire series is the fact that all of us can use a miracle. Yeah. Whatever we're going through, uh, for some, life might be really easy right now and things are going well and you and you, and you you sit back and go, ah, do I really need a miracle? Well, there's probably something that maybe you don't think of it as a miracle, but maybe you need a prayer answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of you listening, you do need a miracle in your marriage or... Uh, maybe you're battling something in addiction, or maybe uh, you're unemployed, or maybe you've got sick children or sick family. You need a miracle, and and hopefully over the past few weeks, you have been encouraged by this series and putting yourself in the stories that we have shared with you. And that's that's really the purpose behind this, is when you read the Bible, we need to read it with an open mind and, and putting ourselves into the story, not just reading it as a factual story that happened in history. Uh, this isn't a, it is a history book in a sense, but it's not a history book. It's a roadmap for our life. And we can use the Bible as a, a tool to navigate whatever we're going through today. Yeah. So do you want to jump in and, and are you, are you, uh, your Bible is open. So I think that tells me you are going to read this today. But I, I think um, in order to really, because we're... <laughs> when I read the scripture, Jesus has al- already died. And he's been resurrected. Okay. So give us some context. Yeah. And and he has made an appearance multiple times to the disciples already. Okay. So, you know, here he's, you know, he's, he's gone. He's dead. Um, The the tomb is empty. Okay. Um, And, and the disciples have had several encounters with Jesus. Um, some of them questioned, like, is that really you, Jesus? Right? Yeah, we'll talk um, about that in a moment, the, uh, the, the doubt. The doubt of it. Um, so so just to um, kind of give you the backstory. So Jesus has already died. Um, you know, the, the sadness of, of losing Jesus happened, right? But the victory is that he ain't in there. He ain't in that tomb. The tomb was empty three, tomb, three days later. Three days later, yeah. So I'm going to be reading John 21. Um, what am I going through? One through 14. One through 14. Um, <clears throat> so again, Jesus has already appeared um, to the disciples multiple times. And then Jesus appears to the seven disciples again. Starting in verse 1, it says, Afterwards, Jesus appeared again to the disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened to be this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana, Cana, Cana? You got it. Cana, Cana in Galilee, in Galilee, the son of Zebedee, and, there, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out, got into a boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, have you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. 
When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught, you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even so, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and they did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. So much to unpack. One thing that that I noticed right away, Shayla, and we, we talked about it before we started reading it, it was the doubt. Mm. And, and so I want to read uh, in verse 20, right before where you started reading verse 20, or excuse me, chapter 20, verse 27. It says, then Jesus said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. So Jesus, after he was resurrected, Thomas is saying, like he, he, you know, the, the, so I'll, I'll start back in verse 24. Thomas one of the 12 was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So he wasn't with them originally when Jesus appeared. And so the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nails, nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. So he's probably, he's pretty much saying like, put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to believe it's Jesus till I, I can physically put my hands inside the holes in his hands. And so Jesus is like, oh, really? Here, put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side where they, they, uh, where they stabbed Jesus as he was on the cross. Stop doubting and believe. And, and it was like, okay, okay, Thomas, wake up. Like, mm-hmm. it's me. And again, we always talk about the red letters. Yeah. Like, we got to pay attention to the red letters, the words of Jesus when we read scripture. But, but, they go, but Thomas goes from doubting there, and then Jesus said, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. But then what you just read, they had doubt again. And then they didn't catch any fish the first night. Jesus was on the shore, but they didn't realize it was him. Mm-hmm. But he calls out in his red letters, Friends, haven't you any fish? And he says, Throw your net on the right side of the boat. And you will find some. Now, were they throwing it on the wrong side, or th- were they throwing it on the left side? Don't know, right? I mean, you can yeah. read it that way. Throw it on the right side. You've been trying the, on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Try over here. Tr- whatever you've been chasing, whatever you've been doing, what, however you've been fishing, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So try the other side. Or maybe what are you? F- what are you fishing for? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe th- what you're fishing for on the wrong side of the boat is 
is not getting you anywhere. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just drowning, you know, your sorrows in, in, in drugs or alcohol or pornography or affairs or what work, whatever yeah. it might be, you know, what are you fishing for? Mm-hmm. So I think too, like when, when we think about a miracle, you know, are we listening? Are we acting on that? But then are we paying attention to what God is asking us to do? There's been a pattern throughout each one of these miracles. Jesus spoke, he gave a command, and something changed. Mm-hmm. Remember, Lazarus, come out, mm-hmm. right? Pick up your mat and go. Oh. Like in each, each, go wash, you know, go wash the mud Not off your thing. eyes and see. Like each one of these miracles, Jesus is giving a command. It's, it goes back to the red letters. And it goes b- also back to goes b- it goes back to free will. We've talked about that over and over again throughout the, the past few weeks. We are not God's puppets. We have the free will to choose to do what we want to do. And they could have said, heck no, we're not putting our net over there. We've been putting our net on this side for years and it's worked for us. Mm-hmm. But how often do we do that in life? Yeah, like I got this. Yeah, I got to do it this it. way for so yeah. long. Like I know it sucks and I know we're not, I'm not catching any fish and I know I'm spinning my wheels, but... Gosh darn, I don't know any different, so I'm just going to keep fishing over here. Mm. They had a choice, and they listened, and they they threw their net on the right side. And what did they have? Fish in abundance. In abundance. And when they listened, that revealed the miracle. So if you notice in verse, uh, let's see, verse 6, Jesus says, throw your net on the right side. And when they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. They caught so many fish, they couldn't even, they couldn't even bring the fish into the boat. But, and then it says, then the disciple whom Jesus loved, who was John, we know that through, the, through this, it's John. So then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, so John said to Peter, it is the Lord. So it wasn't until after, he, after they saw the miracle that, mm-hmm. that they knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sometimes how we are in life too. Like I'm just thinking back to our story. There was a miracle that happened the night, the day that you moved out. And and the miracle began with things like, like your dad reaching out to me. Like that was step one of the miracle and my heart softening, but it wasn't like, Oh my goodness, the miracle of Jesus because of the miracle, I'm going to, I'm going to turn my life over. It was the other way around. Like he moved and then I realized, oh my goodness, it is Jesus. Mm. And I think that's sometimes how it happens in life. It's like something catastrophic happens and then something miraculous, miraculous happens. And that's when our eyes are open. Like, oh my goodness, I've been trying my own way for so long. It has to be Jesus. Yeah. And that's, that's the way that we have to read through this to realize they were doing their own thing, their own way. Jesus said, throw it the other side. And then it was revealed that it was him. And so he reveals himself so we can see him. And and, and think about, for a lot of us that grew up in a church setting, we were taught who Jesus is and, 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 you know, Jesus looks a certain way. But in reality, he he meets us in in that pit of brokenness. He doesn't always meet us on the valley top. Mm Mm-mm. Or excuse me, on the mountaintop. He meets us low in the valley. I don't know. I just, the Jesus revealing himself to the disciples after doubt, it's just powerful. And I think too, Brian, <clears throat> the the disciples, you know, even though they had encountered Jesus before, right? 
after his death, they had had, they had bumped into him. Mm-hmm. Um, some doubted, you know, and, and, it, and it took physically putting their hands his hands through the holes, right, and on the hand and, and on the side, and I think too we we go through life doubting, right? We're we're doubting that, you know, maybe you're listening and you're like, I doubt that church would even help me. Mm-hmm. I doubt that tithing would help me. I doubt that, you know, going to counseling would help me. But but what if the miracle starts by listening to the, a podcast like this talking about miracles and the, the disciples witnessed so many miracles, yet they still doubted and and even followers of Christ, man, we doubt we have doubt. Right. Mm-hmm. And but that doesn't mean that we will never receive a miracle or that, you know, oh, you're not a, you're not a follower of Jesus. If you doubt that's, that's human nature. Right. But I, I think that when we go through life and we talk about the mountaintops and the valleys, um, it's an emotional roller coaster, right? But the miracle starts somewhere. And maybe it's coming down off of the mountaintop. Maybe it's in the valley. Or maybe it's when it goes back up to the mountaintop in life. And it's hard. But when we can go back and put our trust in in what John is saying, right? And in these miracles that we've been talking about the past several weeks, that gives me hope, right? Yeah. Um. You know, it, it makes me think, where am I throwing my net? A- am, am I wanting something? If I'm, if I'm wanting a change, what am I doing as an action to, to make the change happen? You know, am I, am I listening to myself? Am I listening to friends? Am I listening to the world on where to throw my net? And, and Jesus is just a couple hundred yards away or f- what did it say? A hundred yards away yelling hey other side other side and and we do we just we get blinders on what did it say it said he stood on the shore sure. so i don't know yeah i read something hold on she was like no, i read something <laughs> i read but but again jesus was near okay wherever he was yeah. on the shore he was near he he was close oh, enough you're right sorry the other disciples followed on a boat towing the net full of fish for they were not far from shore about 100 yards 100 so, yards so they were yeah so if he was on shore yeah they were 100 yards off the shore but close enough where jesus is yelling at them yeah, it's like a, it's a hey fo- a length of a football field hey other side other side and we're, we're going through life right with blinders on and maybe the miracle that you need that we need is to pull the blinders off yeah. So we can start to see what God has planned for us. Well, they could have ignored him. They could have said, what's that crazy guy doing? Yeah. I hear somebody yelling. I'm going to keep fishing over here where I caught nothing. But Brian, what I love is Jesus already had a fire ready. Yeah. After, so yeah. Because that's, that's a good point. He Even after the miracle of the fish, he still was like, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm ready to have some fellowship. Yeah. Come down, come sit. Like, yeah. Don't. Don't be so quick to rush off and do your next thing. Mm-hmm. Like sit here in the presence. And that can't go over, overlooked. No. 
because it, it's easy to. Yeah. Because the miracle had already been done. Well, and it goes back to when when things are going good, right? Maybe we don't lean on Jesus as much, but it's in that valley, it's in that pit that we are on our our knees begging for a miracle. But what do you do with Jesus after the miracle is performed in your life? You know, do you put him back on the shelf and say, thank you, Jesus, I'll grab you the next time? Or do we continue that fellowship through the highs and the lows in life? I love that. And do we, do we worship through, regardless of the situation, are we in a, in a, in a posture of worship? Here's, because here's what I do know. When Jesus commands and when we listen and we move, he performs miracles because we talk about it all the time. An encounter with Jesus changes everything. And in each, mir- in each miracle that we've read over the past few weeks, there's been an encounter. The common theme throughout every one of these passages has been what? When Jesus comes, when Jesus, he appears. Right? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. When Jesus speaks. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when he is around, when his presence is felt, something changes. And it's always for the better. And, and it goes back to like what I said a few minutes ago. Some of us have this, this idea of like what, what it means to be a Christian, the word Jesus. We had, we had, we had a whole podcast a few weeks ago, uh, you know, about this. It's not what you think. And, and we talk through like, what do people think when they hear the name Jesus? And it's, the reality is this, he wants to change your situation and he wants that encounter to be something you've never expected. And, and, and it, and it goes back to our foundation verse that we've talked about from the beginning for this passage, uh, John 20, uh, 30 through 31, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written for you that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Hmm. That's the point of the miracles. Mm -hmm. It's not for you to stop doing things. It's not for you to stop cussing or stop drinking or stop smoking or stop lying. All of those things will happen when you give your life over to Jesus. And that necessarily will happen. That, that sounded very like instant, like, like you had to earn it, right? Yeah. You, it's, it's actions. But what I mean by that is when you surrender the and, a, and a miracle comes in and your heart is changed, you're like, you know what? I really don't need to use that language anymore. What am I gaining by using that language? Or I'm not dependent on that substance anymore because I'm dependent on God and, and Jesus gives me my strength. I don't receive my strength from that drug or from that bottle or from that pill or whatever. And, and, and our heart begins to soften and, and, and our actions follow that. And, and that's what I love about this passage. It's like, hey, the reason why all these are, have been written down is that, that you'll believe, mm-hmm. that you'll, you'll read the stories and you'll go, wow, if he raised Lazarus from the dead, he can raise me from the dead. If he gave that blind man sight, he can give me sight. If he, if he told that lame person to pick up their mat and walk, I can pick up my mat and walk. And that's, that's the beauty in each one of these, these miracles we read over the past few weeks. Shay, I love John 20, 25. It says, Jesus did many other things as well. So it's not, it's not like, hey, this yeah. is all Jesus did. John writes, hey, he did some other things as well. Yeah. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be neat, that would be written. Hmm. There's not a library big enough if every one of Jesus's miracles were written down. Cuz he's been changing lives for over 2000 years. Mm-hmm. He does it every single day. 
and he's ready to write a miracle in your story, whatever you're going through. And it's just been so encouraging. I, I've, I've really enjoyed um, all of this over the past few weeks. It's been fun to do this series. Yeah. I can't believe we thought we could do this all in one <laughs> in one episode. I know. Brian, what was the song that you um, you shared with me the other day? Was it a Brandon Lake song? Yeah, I, I've been listening to a lot of Brandon Lake lately. And I'll, uh, it's um, Son of Heaven. And so the live version... Uh, it's not just the lyrics it's from you know on the on the radio version but the live version on the album album I was listening to towards the end of the song he said something to the effect of like hey I, I've had this thought recently and he started to sing sing these words and he said the cross is still the answer the blood is still the blood mm. and I, I, I and I listened to that and I was like wow it real the cross is still the answer mm-hmm. like nothing has changed from the time he died on the cross it's still the answer the blood still washes away all the sin and, cl- and 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 gives us new life the cross is still the answer we look for other things to be the answer so whatever you're going through if you've been a believer for a long time just be encouraged like i was when i heard that song for the first time or heard that phrase whatever you're going through the cross is still the answer like that's it's still it's you still need to be in awe of the cross and maybe maybe you need to stop searching for something else right because the answer is right in front it's of still you. still the cross and the blood is still the blood and and I will add one more uh, one more phrase to that, to Brandon Lake's two phrases. The tomb is still empty. Mm-hmm. The empty tomb is still empty. And sometimes we forget that. Yeah, th- we can't leave Jesus on the cross because he was taken down. He was put into a tomb. And three days later, he rose to give me life, to give you life, Shayla, to give her, every listener here life. And the tomb is still empty. Yeah. So you can't leave him on the cross. Don't leave him in the tomb. Because Jesus coming out of the grave was the ultimate miracle. It trumps all these other miracles. Because without that happening, what what point is all of this? Yeah. And so that's what we'll leave you with today is the cross is still the answer. The blood is still the blood. And the empty tomb is still empty. It's been fun. It's been fun. It's been fun. I'm glad you guys have come back each week. Uh, as we said before, if you have not uh, listened to the other episodes in this series, Do You Need a Miracle?, be sure to go back and catch up. Uh, Shayla, we've got some exciting news coming up. Oh, yeah? What's you, that? You looked at me you're like, oh, yeah? What's that? Sh- well, please share with me. next week is September 28th. Yes. And the week after that, October 5th. Yes. That will be one year, not to the date, because I think we launched on October 2nd, a podcast last year. But uh, that will be the one year of our podcast week. What are we going to do to celebrate? Uh, maybe we'll do a recap of last year. What? <laughs> a recap? We, we can share our favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we will go through 48 episodes in one episode. And somebody just unsubscribe. No, we will not do that. But we will uh, We'll talk about um, the highs and lows. So that's, we'll just, we'll, we'll give you, we'll pull back the curtains and we will give you a little behind the scenes <laughs> on what the podcast <laughs> has been like for us uh, over the past year it'll be good it's gonna be real good (laughs) might be real short (laughs) actually all right thank you guys so much Uh, we could not do this without you we're thankful for you thank you for being part of our community Uh, there is a miracle waiting for you Uh, we've experienced it Uh, we have we have heard hundreds and thousands of other stories where Jesus performed miracles in their own marriage and in their life and in their family Uh, there is one waiting for you 
Uh, open up your Bible, read about the stories of Jesus, read about the miracles that he performed, put yourself in those stories, and know that there's a miracle right there waiting for you. Just have to believe, you have to be willing, and you have to say, yes, Jesus, I'll do whatever. I will, I will throw my nets on the other side of the boat uh, because what I've been doing for so long is not working, and I will try your way because my way has reached a dead end. We will see you next Tuesday. Every Tuesday we drop a new episode uh, this week. Uh, as you read through your Bible, as you are praying for a miracle, know that one is right around the corner and it is possible to be different. 